I've got the, I think I've got the first um, privilege in Newcastle. I, I jumped off the bus and said, oh. Yeah. Good luck, mate. Edward Mario Fennick. I don't know why, but I love you. What's on the menu tonight? Throat lozenges? Yeah, definitely. I think some, um, some hot chippies from Penny Penny, maybe. <laughs> the uh, staple diet in England, uh, fish and chips and Yorkshire pudding. We expect you to see you come back through customs about 180 kilos. <laughs> I don't want to answer your question. I'm shaking. How's the back, mate? The back all right? Battlers, welcome back to another episode of Late Nights. The boys talking rugby league and everything in between, boys. How was uh how's our Thursday night? A late Thursday night. Mate, I, I love it. I, I I love that intro so much. I think I, I laugh at it every time I just sit here and watch it get played. Um Joey, Joey pissed, Joey drunk is like me normally. You know, when in you know in the intro when Joey's like, Oh no, I got off the team bus and I was like, Oh, ah, oh, like <laughs> I swear that's me twenty four seven, but mate, I, I love it. I love late nights. It's great. Laid back. Talk See, to someone else who loves um late nights is young Tom here. Hey boys tuning in from the Matildas game in Brisbane. Whoa. Young Tom, mate, we go. expect live updates, mate. Um, nice work. I was I it was one all. I don't know. It's been a little while. Yeah, what's the uh, yeah. the Broncos currently playing too? Flogging the Roosters twenty nil at the moment, so uh, which is good for us. I hate fucking Broncos winning games, but under these circumstances, uh, it does bode us better. So, mm. but um, having a win, having a win so far, boys, or what? How's the how's your week panned out thus far? Pretty good actually, because you know, as you blokes know, I wasn't feeling crash shot at the start of the week, but I'm starting to come good now. I even mowed the lawn this afternoon after work, so looking nice and freshly cut. You know, took the time afterwards to stand there with the hands on the hips and just take it all in. But no, nah, going well, mate. Looking forward to the weekend. Old um, old Adrian, is it just me or does Storky look like a fucking bear? Um, I don't know, do I? Is it is it because he looks rugged and and grizzly or? Isn't that a gay thing? I don't know. A bear. A teddy. <laughs> oh, bear. Yeah, I think. I think. I think the term bear is actually. Yeah, it is. Okay. A, it's been called a lot bear. worse than a bear in your time, Storky. Yeah, so you have to clarify what you're talking about there, um, Adrian. But, yeah. I actually, I actually had a really big win um, last few days. You boys be coffee drinkers. I don't drink no. coffee, and I'm like one of the. Oh, oh, you don't either, Sean. I'm usually like the odd Get one. Get the fuck out of here! You don't, don't, I'm, I'm sitting here pumping a tea at the moment. I don't. Oh. I don't do coffee. I don't do yeah, coffee. No. If I had known this, boys, a couple of years ago, we probably. I'm fitting at the roof. Oh, I, I enjoy a chai latte. I'm fitting at the, the roof. Oh, mate, my life would be empty without fucking coffee. No, nah, we got a, a coffee machine. Though. Everyone hey. says that. I'm just glad that I've actually. No wonder, you know. I know you're a good bloke, Sean. You know, you're the only person I know that doesn't drink coffee as well as myself. So there you go. I my life would be empty without coffee. I fucking love coffee. Um, but yeah, big win. I um, the coffee machine wasn't doing what it usually does. I am a I am a coffee snob, so I do ground the beans and and do it do it the proper way. I'm not an instant coffee man at all. Um, yeah, just wasn't working, boys. So I pulled it apart, fucking Google to the rescue again, freed up a, a dodgy solenoid valve. So 
So I took my time. Yeah, right. Got it fixed. So go. um, sounds mate, quite technical there. She's working a fucking tree again. Yeah, well, so. solenoids are in plumbing and irrigation, so I guess there's technically some plumbing in a in a mm. coffee machine. So yeah, it makes yeah. makes sense. Yeah, I do regularly descale this machine, but uh, through a big build up, apparently it's fucked my solenoid valve. But got it fixed, mate. Coffee's pouring again, so. Um, yeah, but I, I have become one of those. I reckon five years ago, I would have called myself a dead set wanker. <laughs> I'm actually on the oat milk boys. I, I was staunch. I was in the fucking milk, regular dairy milk fucking camp. Mm. But I have somewhat converted. Um, I'm pretty partial to oat milk, and the one particular brand of almond milk. So, I, I, I can do it in. I can uh, do it in a hot beverage. But like, if you were I wouldn't go putting it in a bowl of cereal. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> even even ice lattes, I mm. still have to go to dairy. It's purely if you're having a hot one. So let me clarify that. But international roasters are going, oh, my God, Mick, leave the fucking show. Is that about the really like, like the, the harsh stuff? My dad used to drink that. All is that time. like um like Macona and the... No, you know, the, I don't know the what it is, but it's not coffee. Yeah right. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's ground dirt. I think my old man was like a blend forty three thing, just like you uh, smash yeah. blend forty three. And I just remember looking at it, smelling it, going, "You're a fucking machine!" Like that's that's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> just bring up here, Christopher Wilson, Link rocking the Jet shirt. We can confirm it is not the New York Jets. We had that yes. discussion before. I'm a massive New York Giants man, so do not get this confused with the New York Jets. Yes, Ippy Jets, mate. Um, yes. Produce some very good players. Actually, um, Bradman Best's father played for the Ipswich Jets. Roger Best. Um, yeah, a famous Ipswich Jet. Steve Walters, who came to the club in 1999. Uh, played for a, a club just down the road from me, the uh, Bavale Swifts. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. There. You might want to get some help for that, Lockie. I drink beer in the mornings to wake myself up. Tui's um, red. Tui's red in the morning, mate. Get straight into it. Let's see if you don't drive to work. Well, getting straight into it, boys. It's been official. It's official now. We did we did talk about this a while ago. Um, Tyson Brazil, boys, done deal. Um, it's a bit of a funny one. This one. Did you read the terms and conditions of the actual deal? What's been reported on on the deal? Mm. Uh, oh, for Fitz. No, yeah, for um, Brazil. So the agreement includes a rolling yeah. contract, which includes options in the players' favor for two thousand and twenty-five, with an additional mutual option between the player and the club for 2026 should the player activate the 2025 option so that basically what he's quite odd. he's all but confirmed 2025 2025 is a guarantee but yeah whether or not he wants to go around again in 26 is both up to him and the club yeah interesting be more so him. Like, I, I seriously doubt he's going to be sitting there going, I can't do it again. My body, body's busted. You know, bullshit. You're playing, mate. Like, oh, no, mate. You're get out there. Okay, I must have read it wrong when you posted earlier. Like, I thought it meant he was with us definitely next year. And then he had the option for 2025. Then if he choose that, chose that 2025 option, then the club had... No, nah, because he's contracted to us next year. So next year's a done deal. Okay, it's a done deal anyway. Okay. So, right. yeah, it's, it's from... 2025 onwards. So yep. he's guaranteed the next two seasons, put it that way. 2024 and 2025, right. he's going to be playing, but there's a a, a, a mutual option, which I, I've never heard of before. Mm. Um, interestingly Yeah, enough. it's usually usually just players' favour. Mm. You never um, clubs. Another one, boys, too, um, for Manu Brown. A lot of people not knowing. And personally, I didn't either. 
And I thought this guy was just some young kid. Fuck, was I wrong? Um, debuted all the way back in 2014. Mm, journeyman. A journeyman in every sense of the word. Um, yeah. yeah. What do we think of – I think they're pretty much reporting this finishes the top 30. Uh, this will be the last yeah. spot in the top 30 for the rest of the season. So, yeah. Um, yeah. To, to me, it's just, you know, and the Bulldogs, you know, to, to the Bulldogs, he was a 5'8". Um, so for me, it's Clune's injured. He's going to be injured for the next, I think they said, a uh, few weeks. And mathematically, New South Wales Cup can make the finals. So they want someone slotting in there who can potentially take New South Wales Cup to the finals. So, yeah, I, I, I see him slipping in for, for Clune. I don't think he's, you know, going to be knocking on the door for, at the, the NRL side. He'll just mm. be filling in for Clune, and then potentially, if you know, there's something something goes down with with Kurt Mann or a Phoenix Phoenix Crossland, he can also add a bit of depth for the yeah. utility role. Because it's only for this year. I think it was yeah. uh, multi multi. No. Uh, year well, you w- you wouldn't be signing him if you know you're looking at moving on Kurt Mann. You know what I mean? You'd you'd go Kurt Mann over yeah over him. You would think yeah yeah. 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 Christopher Wilson in the comments here has brought up a, another rumoured signing, not Knights related though. Uh, rumours are Bulldogs interested in Connor Watson. So yeah, we were talking about this a little bit yeah. before going on air tonight. Has he played at all this year, Connor? I don't know. He played the, didn't he play the first game, the very first game? Because he played against us. I remember seeing yeah. him in the dressing sheds. I think I actually messaged you blokes and said, how weird is it seeing him in bloody Rooster's Rooster jersey? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I, no, I, I, I didn't think he played a game. I thought he got injured in yeah. like trials or preseason. Let me have a look. Uh, I can't remember him playing a game. I don't. Yeah. I don't remember him playing a game. No. Michael. Um, Michael Rhodes said not this year. So. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Would have been preseason. Mm. Yeah. Wow. So he might even. So is that for next? How long did he even sign? Was it just a one year deal to prove himself at the Roosters? I, can't remember. I don't think so. I thought it was multiple. I thought it was two. So maybe because that that'll be clean. Took a big pay cut though, didn't he? Didn't he take a big pay cut to go down there? Yeah. Wasn't originally. Not that he was on heaps up here, but mm. yeah, yeah, I think we do- we certainly dodged a bullet. I can't see this team performing the- as well as it had been if we kept Connor Watson. Isn't it funny that you go back to when there was you know the rumors of Connor Watson going, and I remember making two. Two video memes, essentially one for if we lost Kurt Mann and one for if we lost Watson. And um, you know, I put it up that Newcastle was there was riots in Newcastle and all this shit because we'd lost Connor Watson. Mm. And like looking back on it, it was it was such the right move by the Knights. Mm. Yeah. Well, they wasn't that they they just didn't they lowball him or something like we did kind of want to keep him right. I think we pushed him out. I think it just stretched out a little bit. But, um, yeah, as I said earlier, and a couple of people said it in the comments too, he took a cut to go there, remember? Because he wanted to go back and um, train under Robert and that. Yeah. And he thought he had a better chance of, you know, improving his improving game. Himself, yeah. Doing the uh, old Corbin Sims. Remember when he took the pay cut to go to Brisbane? Yeah. Yeah, that worked out well. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. You've had a few players probably do that, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> Ross, yeah. surely Connor Watson feels like a Muppet, signs to Roosters to improve his game, and the Roosters are the worst team, uh, worst form team for years. Yeah. Yeah, mate. I think uh, I think they'll be clean in house, so it doesn't surprise me at all that they're uh, yeah, looking to move a couple of players on. So 
Mm. Best of luck to him, but... I like this one from Dean. Is that Tom Brady in the orange? Mate, I fucking wish I was Tom Brady. I wish I was getting, you know, a fifth of what that man earns. Mm. Do you like see when um when he retired the second time? When he retired and he was on the beach and everything, you know, doing his retirement. Oh, so yeah. I went to the beach, got some of the sand. See, and was trying to sell that. it. Selling <laughs> they it. sell that? Yeah, yeah they, they sold it for hundreds of thousands. It was fucking ridiculous. Fuck, good on you. Tom Brady retirement sand. Crazy. Oh, this is those people are selling their bathwater and that. What type of world do we live in? It's bloody crazy. I heard somewhere someone sold, was it Britney Spears or something, threw some fucking chewing gum off and someone got it. Put it in a jar and oh mate, people, people there's like not not necessarily models and supermodels and stuff, but you know, attractive people out there that like fart in jars and shit, and you've oh, got yeah. thirsty yeah. dudes behind mm. fucking fart jars. Like, how it's... much are you paying for a Joey John's fart? <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> apparently it has no smell. It actually smells like flowers. So it smells like a goat. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know what a goat's fart smells like, but it's like premierships. Yeah. Smells right. like premierships. Yeah, I like it. Mm. Well, one of our favorites, isn't he, Joey? But speaking of favorites, boys, um, we put together a list. Now, how long, how far back did we say we were going to go? Ten years. Ten years. Ten years, yeah. listeners. We've compiled a list. We've put our collective heads together and assembled the five best nights games in the past ten years. All right? So don't come at us with premierships and that because we haven't fucking won any in the past <laughs> ten years. So they would have definitely made the list. So there's... <laughs> There's been some fucking lean years in here, so um, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. We want we want to hear from you guys as well. What if 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 you had to rank your top five nights games from the last ten years? So let's go back 2013. What would they be? Um, should should we kick off with our number five? Yeah, go for it. Let's go for it. Number number five for us, not necessarily a um like a very well remembered game. This one, but. It was it was big for the moment. Knights win thirty four to twenty six after being twelve down at half time against the Titans at home in two thousand and seventeen. Uh, round two, two thousand and seventeen, uh, we hadn't won for for quite a quite a while. Three hundred and thirty six days. This is our first win Fucking after three hundred and thirty six days. Nathan Ross scores in the dying minutes of the game to, you know, pretty much take it out of reach for. For the Titans, um, do, does anyone remember if you were there? Because I, I was there, but I was—I think I was in the the Western Stand at that point. Um, the actual fence where they were celebrating, right there, <laughs> fell, fell down, and supporters ended up on on the field. That was that was fantastic. Spilled over, yeah. yeah Mate, could you imagine how depressing this podcast, this show, would have been had we kicked it off in like 2016 or something? <laughs> it's bloody tough enough now sometimes oh, with our record oh, back then. that would have been hell i think yeah. I, we would have been flat out getting two viewers i reckon oh my god was rostock <laughs> back in the day good rostock rostock he wasn't you know the best player in the world but mate he had the passion for mate, the club wayne yeah, bennett told him every time put 100% in credit to him wayne bennett told him mate i think you should go pursue a career elsewhere and fuck credit to him fuck he's got a good highlight reel he is oh he does i he was he is so athletic like he, he was doing those big athletic. diving corner tries before mm. they were cool that was that was um that was one of the other ones i was looking at was there was a, there was a game i think it was in 2016 even where trent hodgkinson put a little kick in over the top and he's gone up and he's got it and just as he's caught it he's 
made contact and he's just had to reach yeah. out and get it over the line. And Good then there was finisher, that other one eh? where he did the flip. He was a great finisher. Oh, he really, was. Yeah. He, he really was our uh, shining shining knight in a in a dark time, Nathan. It was all oh, about yeah. fans too. All about the fans. would always come over, yeah, and say, you know, say hello and g'day to the fans and sign stuff and that. So, yeah. Makes you wonder how he would have gone in like a, in a good team, like in that era. If, like you put him in the Sharkies or like the Storm or something uh, like that. <sighs> yeah. I don't know if he – that's that bad. But I don't know if he makes one of those really good teams. Didn't he sue the club? Remember that they fucking bungled his – that's injury right. prognosis or something like yeah. that. Yeah. 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 No, you are. Mm. Yeah. You're right. Yep. Mm. Here we go. So, um, Cameron Thies. Sorry, I forgot your last name wrong there. But Rostog currently plays for Wingham, first grade, same league that Latrell and and Boyd Courtner. There you go. Yeah. No, he was he was fucking awesome. He was um he might he would have been the favorite for a couple of years there, old Rostog. He was so fucking cool. Yeah. 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 Trent Hodgkinson was my favorite at that time. Um I said he work a few times too. He's not a bad bloke. Ross Dog? Yeah, old Ross Dog, yeah. Yeah, yep, yeah, same. Uh, all right, let's move on to fourth on our list. Another, also a, a, a great game. Round 7, 2018 Knights versus West Tigers at Scully Park in Tamworth. Oh, yeah, this is a fuck, yeah. Skidzy, how good was this? Yep. This was a this was a fantastic game. Uh, the Knights won 20 to, 22 to twenty after trailing with two minutes to go. Jamie Bura with a perfect crossfield kick to SKD, mate. I I thought we were done for all money until yeah. you know Bura's got the ball on the last tackle and you're sitting there thinking, oh, he's probably not the best person to have it here. <laughs> but mate, it was it was it was perfect. That was um also the game we lost Mitchell Pierce. In the second half, to his oh, first pec injury. That's the pectoral injury. That's so that's right. the first pec injury. That's when everyone was, you know, yeah, damn mining jerseys. Uh, Jack Cogger was five eight. You can see him there with his having a chucking a big smile. Yeah, he's big Young, fresh faced Jack Cogger. Look at yeah. him. The old okay. miners jersey. We haven't worn the old miners jersey this year. I know we've talked about it a bit. I know this is the closest I've been. Yeah, um, yeah, you were in the closest thing we've seen to it this year. So, yeah, yeah. I know, I know we do. I, like, I know, you know, I can't remember if um, you're a big fan, Link, but I know Sean and I actually don't mind it. We're on the outer. We kind of actually don't mind the miners jersey. So, yeah, definitely, I don't, I don't mind already the there. So, mm, it was I probably favorite for a while. But... Didn't we didn't we debunk the the curse of it or something? Wasn't it? Yeah, we did. We we yeah, it was um. Not so much the curse of the injuries, but this whole you know theory Leave that the we never win, we never yeah. win in the miners' jersey. Oh, Mick, Mick's Coffin, not a fan. Big fan. Yeah, big <laughs> fan. <laughs> but it was weird. We always that. fucking played the Tigers, and I swear there was like two or three years we'd always play the Tigers in this jersey. Like, how ridiculous was that? I know. Of all teams, yeah. Now I remember I was going to go. I was going to make the trip down to this one, but it completely sold out. Old Tamworth getting behind it. So, um, mm. have we we wouldn't have played back there since, I don't think. No, we haven't. Yeah. No. no. Here we go, Sean. Justin's. We got another Shit. one. Well, then, done, there was, then there was three. <laughs> mate, it's, it's, it's hard to come out and admit that you love the Miners jersey. I know it is, but mate, it's good to see someone else do it. Maybe we do. Um, what if we do knighted fucking high vis vest merch? Hey, <laughs> for everyone who loves the fucking kit. Maybe the maybe hard hats to wear with your helmet. That'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Blue yeah. and red ones. Yeah. All right, let's move on to number number three on our list, shall we? 
This old chestnut mm. round 11, 2019 Knights versus Roosters at home. The Knights winning 38 to 12 against the Roosters with David Clammer being Sinbin in the 79th minute, receiving a standing ovation as he was walking off. Mate, that he atmosphere for me. From Clemmer. That atmosphere at that game was similar to the last week. So it was just, you could feel it in the air. It was just electric. Mm. And yeah, going yeah. up against the Roosters, it was just magical. And then he kisses the jersey. It was just. Not the yeah, 2023 man, Roosters, cool. too. The, the 2019 going back to back Roosters. I remember. Gun this, Roosters. I, I, we were the. Um, a, I couldn't recall the last time a team had put this score on the Roosters. I remember at the time when it happened, people saying, this is the biggest score this Roosters team's had on them for quite a few seasons. So, yeah, for us to rack up nearly 40 yeah. on them was fucking great. Didn't Kiri get injured early in that game as well? He did in the, in the eighth yeah. minute. Um, DSAF yeah. went in and kind of just ragdolled him to the ground. And That's he right. yeah. hit, his head, hit, hit his head hard on the ground and um, failed his HIA and yeah, came off in the... In the eighth minute, which I guess helped us, and then obviously Mitchell Pierce goes on to score a try against his old club and Buddy Hargraves, bullying Ponga. Remember, he was like, you know, pushing him into the ground, standing over him, and absolutely took him yep. out towards the end of the game. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I was about to say in the fifty seventh minute, we lost Kalen Ponga to HIA, and he he didn't return. And then old Mitch Barnett slots a goal from the sideline. Do you remember that where he slotted slotted a goal from the sideline? Um, I think the Knights media team put up a video a couple of days after it where um, I think it might have been Bura and a few other boys, not on the bench, but like just sitting there watching the game from the sideline and they're sitting there recording it on their phone as he as he slots it from the Slot sideline and, and their reaction to it. And, mate, it was fantastic. Yeah. So, yeah, this, this, this game had to be in our top three. Mm, um, definitely. Mate, it, it, it would have come close to being first if it wasn't for these these next two games. Just quickly on this one, what do you blokes think of that Indigenous jersey? Like, I know it's a little bit out there compared to some of the others. You know, it was the first one that we had, which was like, whoa, colour everywhere. Not necessarily all red and blue. Like, what did you blokes think of that one? Just quickly. I didn't hate it. I've, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't, wasn't, yeah. wasn't our worst. I don't hate it, but I don't find it as memorable. Like, if I'm going to go and chuck on an yeah. Indigenous jersey, it's not one of the ones I usually chuck on. I always wished we weren't wearing it for that particular game. Like, you see all like the the night stuff, like you know, pump the shit out of a piercy kissing the emblem. You're like, oh, if only we were in our fucking home jersey, mm. it looked that much cooler. But anyways, yeah. Uh, Justin, Justin's a big awesome. fan. Of it. He's he's a, he's a fan. Um, all right, let's move on to number two, second in our top five in the last ten years. Mate, it was close between this and number one. Mm. But uh, second, round 22, 2014, Knights versus Melbourne at home. It was bloody hard to hard to make this come in at number two. But, mate, um, we're trailing 16-10 at halftime. So once again, like like Melbourne at home the other week, we're trailing at halftime. But, um, yeah, we, we we came home strong. How bloody good was this game? Look at some of those faces there. Look at some of those faces. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Like, you listen to the, the um, not, yeah the Levels podcast with Justin Horro and um, Willie Mason. Willie said this is like legit one of his career highlights, this fucking game. Yeah. yeah. Well, been... absolutely. Like if you if you were if you were on the field in this moment, it 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 would have been a highlight for a career for sure. Mm. Yep. Yeah, um, you got to remember too, like Melbourne's always been dominant, but this is like one of their real dominant fucking years as well. Is. 
Yeah. Yeah. Travis Waddell, one-on-one steal in the 78th minute to make it uh, 30-26 with two minutes left. But uh, she she's not over. Uate scores in the corner and Kurt Gidley kicks the winning goal 32-30 to at full time. Absolute scenes. Like, it's it's going to go down in, in Knight's history, that footage of Kurt just standing there with arms mm. like this and then just getting absolutely Piled on. mobbed. <laughs> yeah. Stacks yeah. on. He, uh, we should do a deep dive on how many times Kirk Gidley's actually kicked these clutch game-winning goals. goals. I guess yeah. talking about the 2004 Suncorp one, this one. Um, I was reading one of the books there, and there was a couple of other occasions. You're like, fuck, you, you don't realize how clutch he was, eh? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That, that's why we had to have him as our fourth in uh, when we did the Mount yeah, Rushmore. It's just Kirk mm. Gidley, absolute... Saint for, for the Knights. All right, number one. If this is number two, then I'm sure everyone knows what, what's coming up as number one. This had to be number one. Yeah. A one-point win against Manly round one, 2018, 19-18 uh, to 18 in Golden Point in the opening of the 2018 season. Yeah. And what was the Heritage jersey at the time? So, like, I've... Before we had this as our main jersey, I was calling for ages to have this back as our main jersey. So the fact they brought it back as the Heritage jersey this year, yeah. I was so excited. And for us to have this uh, moment in that jersey at the time, perfect. Yeah. Mate, not, a, not only like last 10 years, Knights history, I think this is top five. Like even grand mm. finals included, I think yeah. this is top five. Knights. Just given the context of when it happened. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Mate, how many times have you honestly put that fucking same jersey we're looking at right now, Sean, and fucking done that pose? I reckon oh, you've yeah. done it a thousand fucking times. <laughs> Nothing hey? but the jersey on in the <laughs> Nothing oh, yeah. but the jersey. <laughs> no, no, low, so- key, low key, though, it's- how much better are the checkered shorts? Oh, mate, I've, I was always a yeah. huge fan Bring of the them checkered back. Yeah. Bring back the comment away what you think of the checkered shorts. It I think bugs, they're it, massively underrated. It bugs the fuck out of me as like a as a like a style point you've got you've got the chevron going this way on the jersey right and then you on the shorts you got it the opposite so you've got the oh, opposite yeah. chevron on the sides of the shorts hmm. so you've got a v there and then you've got a v on the and just looks fucking so out of place yeah it's weird but, seen the fucking price of footy shorts yes that's another reason why i haven't bought footy shorts fuck where do they get away with that shit yeah same that fucking, fucking mate they, if I'm paying that much for shorts, they better have fucking pockets in them. Um, <laughs> Especially considering you're just going to be running around the house. It's not like, well, some people may, but I'm not going to go up the shops in footy shorts. It's a bit... <laughs> Let's go to the game in our footy shorts and stuff. We are talking about it the other day. Yeah, we we were, should, we were. Let's rock up the magic around like that next year. Um, now, another thing about this game, which I think goes unnoticed, is Kalen Ponga opens the try scoring in the third minute. Third minute, Kalen Ponga crosses the line. And, well, I know for me in that moment, I was sitting there going, fuck, we have signed a superstar. Mm. Like, this guy's had so much raps on him for a young bloke, and he crosses in the third minute, first to score for the game. Um, I, I thought it was fairy tale almost. Yeah. yeah, it just gave us hope, hey? After so long of not having any, it just gave us all his fans. This really hope, was so. the start of a, of a whole new era for the club. Yeah. Like, this, this put, yeah, I, I, when I look back at 2018, it's like really is the jumping point for for yeah for a whole new beginning for the club yeah and like um who who just said that um end of the the spoon era 100 percent. wow yeah 
Whoops. Yeah. Where'd we go? Here we go. We'll chuck it back up for you. Old Steve Ball. Yeah. End of the spoon arrow. Hmm. Definitely. Yeah. It was nice. It was fucking nice. Yeah. So there you go. That's our, that's our, our top five uh, Knights games in the last 10 years. Some fucking great moments. Great moments. Yeah. If, uh, if anyone else, if there's anyone else that has a, a particular game that we might have missed. Well, you don't have to wait very long. Justin here has got, um, I still have 2013 Broncos versus the Knights where Knights beat them at home to make the final series. So that's, um, that's definitely in his top five by the sounds of it. You know, that one doesn't, Broncos. that one doesn't, um, doesn't jump out at me for some reason. For some reason I'm forgetting that one. Mm. No. Well, there's a lot of games. Little, yeah, a lot of a lot of shit games in that time, but yeah, I haven't had many good ones at Suncorp for quite quite a fucking while. <laughs> I remember when, I remember when I nearly went to that one where we got. I can't remember why I missed it, but that game. What, what did we get pumped? Fucking seventy points or some shit at fucking Suncorp. Uh, I try and wipe what? those ones from my memory. Destroyed. Yeah, yeah. like um, Michael Rhodes' comment here said to the missus, Pong is supposed to be good next minute he tries in the corner. Remember <laughs> those days when you're like, oh, this guy could be all right? We cop so yeah. much shit, hey, because what did we What did we actually offer him? We have to go back when, Wasn't when it? we first got him because it was, it was all the rage. Everyone's like, oh, this kid's completely untested. The Knights of – what did we sign him on a five-, six-year deal or – no, it couldn't have, couldn't have been that much. Yeah, well, it wasn't wasn't that long. I think it was like a four year deal or something. Four, yeah, it might have been that. And I, I'm sure the the figure was around like it was something like six hundred and fifty or something. That's what I was thinking. It was about over six hundred. Yeah, it, it, it was high for essentially a rookie. I remember so, I was at a I was in a mine site camp, and it must have. When did he come on? Was it a finals game for the Cowboys? It was. I remember it was towards the last end of the season, and watching him play. And he was yeah. playing, I think he was playing wing when he debuted, right? Yes. And I still vividly remember watching him. And I'm like, this kid is a fucking stud. All of he mine. Was just fucking exceptional. All my memory of Ponga before the Knights was him in the nines for the Cowboys and just tearing it up in the nines. Yeah, I don't remember that, eh? You don't remember that? I was weird because I was watching some um, Ross Dog highlights today. And he, uh, he, and Rossi burnt fucking KP. I don't really remember us playing against KP when he was at the fucking. Yeah, Cowboys. well, I guess uh, he Rossi didn't play many Rossi games. Was though, Rossi was known for his speed, whereas KP's not really, you know, known. For oh, his mate, he was a hell of a dummy. He fucking left KP, didn't know what he was doing. Yeah, it's just weird. It's weird watching that, watching Kalen Ponga play against the Knights in another fucking jersey. But yeah, it's mm. so weird seeing him in the Cowboys jersey. But do you blokes remember this? Um, Justin, good mate of the show. Um, didn't we have a home game against the Broncos where there was a storm and the stadium lost power? Yeah. Yeah. When was that? Yeah. I think I wasn't at that game, but that would have been interesting. Oh, that was back 2011. That's when it was oh, yeah. Energy Australia Stadium. <laughs> Ironically. Ironically. That's, that's why it was fucking hilarious because it was Energy Australia Stadium and the power went out. I'm I'm sure it was I'm sure it was somewhere around that 2011 mark. I could I could be could be wrong. Did but... it go from did it so it started at Marathon Stadium? So what did it go from what what did it change from Marathon to? It went from Marathon to Energy, didn't it? It was yeah, straight it to energy. Yeah, just went yeah. straight to energy. Yeah, yeah. right. Okay. Marathon for fucking a half long a time, eh? Mate, like, I still refer it to marathon sometimes. Not as often as I used to for a long time. It was always marathon to me, but yeah. Yeah, sometimes literally for, for shits and giggles when you come here for the weekend, Lincoln, we should take you to Sandgate and just take you to marathon tires and just be like, 
this is it. This is where Marathon came from. And then just walk away. One of the coolest pieces of memorabilia I own is a little plaque from the very, when it's like um, the inaugural 88 team. It's like a BP. It must have been given to them by BP. It was up at Marathon Stadium. It's like a little thank you plaque for um, being an inaugural sponsor. Um, The guy bought off like, yeah, this was up in one of the suites at um, Marathon in the very, very first season. So fucking little cool piece of um yeah it's marathon cool. history up here mate yeah the stadium was so different back then like so mate, different you had the absolutely. hill and stalky did you ever get yeah. invited to a corporate box on one of the ends like on the north or south end i never you... got into it my dad um it used to because he used to work for one steel and before that it was tube makers and they used to be one of the sponsors for the night so we used to yep. get to go to like the private training get signatures and that once but he used to get to go to the corporate box every now and then but my brother and i because they was drinking and stuff like they weren't allowed up there so yeah but yeah no nah, never have yeah no mine was the same my old man was um i think the company he was the general manager of was like called wacon services or something at the time um, and they had a corporate box on the South Hill. It's still there. You know how you've got those, they're like covered up in McDonald Jones signs now. Oh, yeah. But they're still there. Like it was, it was those. I remember going up into that and just thinking, this is the fucking weirdest thing ever. It was, it was just like, you know, those old school um, temporary classrooms. Yeah, the demountables. The demountables. It just felt like that. It, like in a stadium, like built yeah. up above everyone else. It was funny. When I had the, um, that channel, you know, that channel nine thing I did for game two origin, that Mike Dalton fella came to the bar and we did that, that piece for channel nine. He was, you know, the cameraman was doing his thing and I was, I was chatting to him and um, he was talking about his old uh, footy show days when he used to do, I think a bit of producing or something for them. Yeah. And he was, he was talking about old marathon and he goes, yeah, they used to have to like lower some gantry thing down. And then once you're up there, you're fucking up there. So you get up there and he goes, it was this toilet. And he goes, it's me, Rabs. I can't remember who else was calling the game of times and uh, big Daryl Broman. And the rule was, if you're up there, there's no shitting in the toilet because it fucking stinks. <laughs> so he said, Daryl Broman? Broman goes in there and back, backs one out. <laughs> Apparently, he did the best Rabs impersonation. He's like, Broman, you're a fucking animal. <laughs> oh, the big man. Big man doing a big yeah, shit. It's so funny. The way he told the story was fucking so funny. So yeah, here these boys are suspended above the fucking stadium. They can't they can't escape the smell of the and shit. So funny. Oh man, that'd be rank. <laughs> oh, but, um, so funny. Justin here's got a memory from the old stadium. Remember the dirt patch near the old bar under the Western Grandstand where the kids played footy while the game was on? I don't um, remember that, but um, that I do the, remember where the area was, but I wasn't. Was, was that the Southern... Was that the southern end where they ended up putting the the patch of concrete and then that used that was like the wheelchair just, um accessible place or is that the northern end because I remember there being like dirt patches at both ends. Of the... I thought it was the northern end, but I don't know maybe Justin can fill us in there. But I was never no. one of the kids playing footy there, but I do remember that area though. We used to just play footy on the on the actual hill. Yeah, I remember kids used to play on the hill. Yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of playing boys, Super League imports. We're going to take a little a little look at perhaps some of the best English uh, Super League players the Knights have brought across. Uh, we're going to kick it off with a with a favourite Lee Jackson boys. Lee yep. Jackson played from 1996 to 1998, 58 games. Currently, 
is a taxi driver and has been for the past 15 odd years in the Hull area. I'm not making this shit up. I don't mean to laugh, but how many, how many times have we been talking about past or like past players and coaches and stuff? And they're either fucking doing Ubering or taxi driving or Brian Smith. Why is is it such a thing? Mm. They didn't have the you know initiative to you know cover their cover the NRL logo back then or my <laughs> NRL logo, but we'll get into that. The Hull-born Jackson was arguably the most talented British hooker of his generation. He finished f- featured on the 1990s Lions tour and played in Hull FC's 14 to four victory over Witness in the Premiership final during the 1990-91 season in Old Trafford. He was selected in the 92. Uh, Great Britain Lions Tour of Australia and New Zealand. And it says this on Wikipedia, but take this. Uh, Lee Jackson scored the fastest ever try in either code of rugby, scoring one in under nine seconds for Hull FC. So I found some that were at seven seconds now, but let's give it to Lee for, for the yeah. sake of this fucking segment, shall we? Okay. Um, he um, he would join the Newcastle Knights after a uh, a call from Mal Reilly. Um yeah, after doing a preseason with the Rabbitohs, believe it or not. And this was at the height of the Super League War, so Mal really took an opportunity, signed him on a three-year deal. However, he did fall victim to the foundation of the NRL and couldn't get a contract of the competition shrunk and the market was saturated with players. So famously playing uh, hooker for us in the 97 grand final, boys, Lee Jackson. Yeah. Mm. English players are just known as tough, aren't they? Back, Especially back in that era, they were just tough. Like those British Lions games, those international mm. games, they were just epic back in the day. But well, did you, I have didn't realize feel anymore. You feel sorry for him because he, he's always just going to be forgotten about. Like mm. he, he was injured, so couldn't play the 97 grand final. In comes Billy Peden. Billy Peden goes on to being fucking superstar in Newcastle, right? So he misses out on that opportunity, and then in we, he leaves us in 1998. And then on the back of that, you've got the likes of Denny Badiris coming through. So, mate, the, 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 the poor bugger, as good as he was, only scored three tries for us. I, th- I think he's just... I think he's just always going to be forgotten about. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. him and um, Leo Denver are in an exclusive club, you know, where they played well for us but didn't play that old grand final. So, unfortunately, a lot of people don't remember them, which is unfortunate because well, they're both good players. We're good players. So. Well, it says here in this article, I found, with so many people all desperate for their 30 seconds with the players, the ensuing pandemonium saw hooker Lee Jackson lose his premiership ring amongst the chaos, with many, including Crow, believing it may have been stolen right off his hand. Thankfully for Jackson, the competition's naming rights sponsor Optus were on hand to provide him with a replacement. That ring is out there somewhere. Someone's Some got fucker's it. got it. Man, Someone, what a... Someone's, yeah. got, it. someone's got an OG 97 Premiership ring. What an, um, what an eBay yeah. find that would be. But yeah, yeah. apparently you had a... you finding it at a garage sale or something. <laughs> a transcript from an interview I found. Uh, here's, I'm going to quote uh, I'm going to quote our boy Lee Jackson here. Quote, I don't think anyone else could have pulled it off he shouldn't have played. This is Andrew Johns. He had a punctured lung and was only running on 50%. But Andrew being Andrew, he was brilliant. Unfortunately, though, off the field, let's just say we didn't see eye to eye. We had a bit of a fallout and didn't really speak afterwards. So and that's, uh, why, that's, that's why he never continued. Because if you if you didn't see eye to eye in with Andrew Johns in that team, it was, sorry, mate, we're going to let you go. 
Mm-hmm. Well, they actually set the record. Not in Joey, and you're just not Joey. Well, well, Lee Jackson was again. the highest paid hooker back in 1991 um, for the Sheffield Eagles. And 83,000 pounds, which I've, if this website, which look look legitimate, roughly equates to today in Australian dollars, $435,000 Australian. Shit. So at and the time, 1991, so fucking props to him. Signed, he was the highest mm-hmm. paid hooker, I, I'm, I'm assuming, in the world. So... Mm. Yeah, old Lee Jackson. Yeah. Legend. Now, another fan favorite, boys. Brian Carney. Yes. That was Brian Carney. 2006. Just 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 with us for the for the one year, but mate, he was he was highly under under uh rated, I think. Oh, what yeah. scored 16 tries. Did Carney try and sue um the NRL or sue the Knights or something as well? Or is that I'm thinking of someone no, else? You're thinking of McManus. What's ah, funny you say suing, he's He's actually a lawyer. I did not know this. He's actually a lawyer. Mate, how good is he as a commentator, a commentator and presenter for for the Super League? Fucking love listening to him just rabble on. Carney is one of the presenters for Sky's coverage of Gaelic Games, which started in 2014. So there you go. Um, Yeah, in June 2005, Carney agreed to join the new NRL team, the Gold Coast Titans, at the end of his Wigan contract. Carney was to remain at Wigan for the 2006 season, but a month later he agreed to release from the final year of his Wigan contract in order to play in the NRL for the Knights. Carney made his debut for the Knights at the age of 29, 231 days, making him the oldest player in the NRL era to debut. Mm. And on the 16th of June, 2007, he announced his retirement from all forms of rugby after only participating in one training session with the Gold Coast, indicating that he wished to finish his legal studies. So, um, yeah. I famously remember that because he was absolutely killing it for us and then basically bails on fucking the Gold Coast. Yeah, right. There you go. Oh, Gold Coast. Bloody hell. He was a gunman. Nobody wants to stick around. Another one, boys. Joe Wardle. Common yeah, way if you remember Joe Wardle. Piece of shit. Isn't that the most <laughs> isn't it the most like I don't think he's English. I think he's Scottish, but very English. I, I can't believe he played 17 games. They are the most unmem- <laughs> unmemorable fucking 17 games ever. Felt like he played maybe four tops. Fucking 17. And then what he got homesick and went back home. Well, during the 2016 season, Wardle signed a contract with the NRL side, the Newcastle Knights, starting in 2018. However, he was able to gain a release in December to join the Knights a year early in 2017 on a three-year contract. <laughs> Love it, Justin. Joe who? I'm with you. <laughs> um, he previously had played underneath Nathan Brown. So, obviously, Nathan Brown playing a little bit of money ball here. Um in August, though, 2017, it was announced he would be granted a release due to personal reasons, yeah, Allah being homesick. Wanker. Um, and then the Knights would collect a six-figure transfer fee from the Castleford Tigers. And he's currently still playing, boys. He's playing for the Lace Centurion. So, Joe yeah, Wardle. Shit. <laughs> yeah, what team was it? What team? How dare you say that about the Scottish fucking rep player? <laughs> Mate, what team was he playing for, you said? Uh, the Lace Centurions. Centurions. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Uh, mate, there there was fucking there was there was big raps on. Him. I I don't know where it came from because I remember watching the footage going. He's not even that good. Like, 
I don't know where this is coming from, but there were so I many. Think at the time, we were just so starved of any. Yeah. Like, so classy it's, it's almost like everyone's just making, like, including the Knights. Every like the Knights, just like fucking, how good's Joe? Like, wait till we get Joe. Joe's fucking sensational. And then he came here and he was fucking dog shit. Like, I'm Joe pretty sure. Bordle. Yeah, yeah. He, he struggled to make first grade for the first couple of months and then a uh, couple of games or whatever it was, claimed that, you know, the game is very different. It's faster, blah, 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 blah. I'm not fit enough. I've got to get fit. And then when he did come in, he was fucking horse shit as well. So, <laughs> mate, fucking good on you. You want, you, want, you, you, want, you want to fucking sign a contract with a team <laughs> on the other side of the fucking planet? Three and years, dude. That's a fuck. That was a stuff. Remember, imagine if he came in 2018. I don't yeah. know how the fuck he makes the team in 2018. Yeah, we were a vastly so, better team that season. So he comes out here, and I remember videos of him going, "Ah, oh, you know," in his fucking accent, saying he loves the beach and he loves the sun and the weather's fantastic. Next thing you know, it's fucking it's too hot, and I want to go home. I miss my mum and. Well, I'm not saying you missed his mum, but I just added that in there. But like, <laughs> fuck off, mate. You signed a three-year contract on the other side of the planet. The fucking tea here, fucking shit. Homesick motherfucker. <laughs> mm. I don't even remember. I'm, I'm with old Justin. I was like, Joe who? I don't even remember him. But if I saw a picture of him, no doubt I would. But well, I don't even remember him. Now, this one, bonus points if you fucking remember this guy, boys. Yeah. Playing all of seven games in the 1995 season. Chris Joint. You know, okay, I was six. Yep. Um, what have I got on him? Yeah. I can't find anything at the Knights, only the five games on five. However, over the course of 12 years, Joint, Joint played 383 games for St. Helens, scoring 121 tries, captaining the side for seven seasons. He oversaw great success with the Saints, winning three Super League grand finals, one World Club Challenge in 99 against the uh, Melbourne Storm. And one club challenge. Joint also won uh, another three club challenges in 96, 97, and 2004. Um, but I urge everyone to find the footage of this bloke's fucking the worst voluntary tackle you will ever see in your life. It is so blatantly bad. The bloke literally just jumps up into a ball and falls on the ground without anyone touching him. What's that here? In one of the most controversial acts seen in Super League era, the forward picked up the ball from dummy half and suddenly fell to his feet. Deacon and Lee Gilmore within kicking distance of the Saints' goalposts. As Bradford fans, coaches and players screamed voluntary tackle, joint suddenly got to his feet before the Hooter sounded to end the game. It's so fucking bad. It's so painfully obvious. He's just like... Fucking sounds like he coached Joe Wardell. Mate, it is, he, he literally just takes a scoot and just like curls up and jumps on the ground. Everyone's looking like, what the fuck are you doing? At least hold on to your hand. Get up. And then he's like, God, I'll take another two steps and then the game's over. It's killing like, time. Did you like see last week? Obviously, it was, you know, to kill time. Just even Ponga was um uh, just before the Hooter went and he's like playing it's the ball really slow. Just stands there with like, yeah, thumbs up to him. I must have told him like, just play the ball, you prick or something. He's just like, thumbs up to him. Do you know yeah, what? I wish they would do more because, mate, the Ipswich Jets used to do it all the time with the Walker Brothers and you saw um, his son Sam Walker do it for the Roosters. Remember when he fucking just, just it? Backwards. Mate, yeah, it is yeah. the best. The amount of times we, would, we used to go to North Ipswich Reserve and watch the Jets play and they might be up by, you know, Whatever it is, like it, the game, they, they could still win. It's like less than a try, and like they say on the twenty, 
and there might be like 30, 40 seconds, mate, they would just fucking leg it back. It's That's just the so best weird. That was thing so alive. weird when Walker did that. I didn't know what to think about it. Man. It was just so mate, weird. I we know. used to see it all the time. It was so good. Mate, the crowd love it. Because Wes Conlon, he was a really quick Indigenous um, player. Um, mate, they couldn't catch him. They were that gassy. Just sprint it back, sit there and wait and just... Mm. It's like they were playing PlayStation, sort of shit you would see like playing NRL. It was so good. Uh, Steve Boyle's got a question here. Who was the US winger who talked some shit and had no idea and got a start? <laughs> um, oh, Craig Greg Smith. Smith. Greg, Greg, Smith. Greg, not Craig Smith. Is he Greg a winger, Smith, was he? Yeah. yeah, fuck. I don't know what the fuck he was. And that wanker dragged my Philadelphia Eagles into it as well. Because <laughs> that, yeah, that was the NFL player, wasn't he? he? Was pumping up that he was oh something. Yes, yeah, he was making practice squad he, or something. He, though he claimed no, he he claimed that he was a starter for the Philadelphia Eagles. The bloke was trialed. They trialed him in preseason camp. So and he he literally, it pretty much. He literally lasted one training session with the Philadelphia Eagles, and they said, "Nah, see you later, buddy." I oh, didn't even get as far as Jared Hain. Didn't yeah. even didn't even get as far as Hain. Literally, fucking. Turned up one day with the Philadelphia Eagles for a, for a trial, and then um, they sent him on his way. And then he comes out here and he goes, "Mate, I'm a I'm an NFL player for the Philadelphia Eagles. Fucking sign me up." And the Knights are like, "Mate, you know what? We're not even going to check that. That sounds fantastic to us. Um, <laughs> not even going to check that. Not like that's my job or anything, you know." <laughs> hey, chuck a jersey on, brother. So, so we end up with fucking Craig, Greg Smith, who um yeah. I'd love to get him on the show. Let's e-mark that. I'd love a how many, that um, Imagine how many people working at markets would have lost their absolute asses by like buying a bulk load of Jared Hain 49ers jerseys. Oh, jump on Marketplace, bro. Oh, yeah, my God. They're, they're everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. 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 You'll see the number yeah. 38, mate. Can we buy it, Mark? <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, there you go. Um, we're not really a club really known for making too many – Obviously, massive purchases. Lee yeah, Jackson Dom. probably being, being the biggest one. Dom's probably... Oh, and Dom. Oh, yeah, Dom. Dom. Dom's going to go down as our our best English um, import, which, you know, sucks. He's potentially going to break our record and then piss off to the Roosters. So, mm. anyway. Yeah, that stings even more now, doesn't it? it does. That it does sting. So well. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, boys. Yeah, come in, break our records, and then piss off. Bastard. Mm. Well, well, um, well, speaking of high salaries in the yeah. Roosters, what a beautiful segue. Um, big sombreros, big sombreros. Um, fucking news getting around. I, I, what's the bloke's name? I'm not a big soccer fucking Mbappe. What was it? M- Mbappe. What do they offer? What was the offer? 1.1 billion with one, a one, one billion, one billion, one billion for one year. Um, that, that was made up of 770 something million um, in hand for, for one year. And then 300 and the rest of it was going to be on transfer fees. So this is like anyway, Saudis, was it? Yep. So this was to, to go have for. These people thought of maybe trying to fucking end world hunger or something than trying to buy fucking soccer players. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Anyway, did, he, he turned it down. So he's, he has he's, turned it down. He's, he's turned it down. To stay oh, he's fucking him. insane. Oh, well, there's saying. only so much you can have, really. The guy's probably sleeping on a pillow full of, like, you know, $1,000 bills if there is such things. So how much money do you really need after a while? So, mm. Yeah. God yeah. damn. Because I, I remember reading something. It was like $24 a second. A second you would yeah, earn. It's insane. Fucking 
what was it like over a hundred grand an hour, two point one million dollars a day? Yeah. yeah, it's crazy money. Like I'm not unlike you, Link. I'm not really fully into the soccer that much. Like I'll watch a game every now and then, but I'm not, you know, don't really watch that much of it. So I don't know a lot of the players over there. But yeah, the money is absolutely crazy. But it is the world game, as they say. So, do you know much mm-hmm. about soccer, Sean? Or like, um, not as much as I know about other sports, but I know a fair bit about it. So I what, guess Arsenal. Yeah, that... I've always gone for Arsenal because back when I did follow it a little yeah. bit, like yeah. way back in the day, I decided I was going to go for Arsenal back when, um, was it Ian Wright or Eric Wright was one of their better players? I can't remember, but I've just stuck with them. Not that I really know how they're going or it's anything so surprising. like that. See, but... I just chose Newcastle immediately. Mm. I very loosely yeah. followed Newcastle. They're black and white, aren't they? They're in Newcastle over there, Newcastle. I, yeah. I was a... Um, um, she kind of remember the the name Leed, Leeds Leeds United, no, whoever Harry Kuehl and Mark Mark Viduka played for, I, I was a fan of them, and then essentially when when that partnership broke up, um, I followed Harry Kuehl to Liverpool. Yeah, yeah, Liverpool. Okay, yeah, yeah. Isn't that like owned by some like crazy like rich Russian or something? Oh, they all they all are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. literally. Oh, the United dogs, all owned okay. by billionaires. Yeah, all right. Those clubs. All these oligarchs. Yeah, right. Yep. Yeah. Well, um, athletes, boys, highest. Let's have a look at some of the um some of these ridiculous fucking figures. Yep. So what let's uh, let's let's have a look at our, our NFL. Um, for example, big NFL fans. Um, Justin Herbert just signed the largest contract in NFL history, fifty two point five million a year. Lamar Jackson second, $52 million a year, who literally Jalen Hurts had it for, I think, two days as the highest-paid NFL player in history, $51 million per year. And props to Jalen Hurts, mate. Like, obviously, it's no secret. You know, Sean's a big um, Eagles fan and big Jalen fan. But, mate, a couple of years ago, I remember Sean had a Jalen Hurts jersey. It was a bit too big for him because, you know, what American sizes are like. If you don't, they're crazy big. Yep. And he had to resell it. And people were giving him shit for selling a Jalen Hurts jersey, saying that you know, may as well give it away or pay people to take it. Now yeah. look at the bloke. Mm. So. Now look at him. Um, yeah, and then uh, NBA, Steph Curry, 51.9 million a year. Kevin Durant, uh, 47.7. LeBron James, 47.6. Now, all these figures, um, they're without, like, you know, their merchandise and endorsements and shit off, off the field. Yeah. Uh, then MLB, you've got you know a player on forty three point three, two players on that, and then a player on forty. So that pretty much wraps up your 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 big American sports. The NHL. Now a lot of people out there are like, oh, you know, American players just earn a lot of money because of it's an American sport. Well, here's here's a, here's a look at your hockey. Twelve point five is your biggest earner in the in the NHL. Oh yeah, it's massive massive difference to. Mid fifty. How big is like a like an NHL roster? I, I don't I know nothing about ice hockey at all. Well, there's only five people on the actual ice at a, at a time, and I think they have what they have five on the bench, don't they? So that's ten. Yeah. But they would have obviously a bigger roster than that for injuries and things. So like it's that. nowhere near like obviously no, it's, like it's no, not it's like not like, like the NFL. Yeah, yeah, it's like fifty or something. It's true. So they've actually got like a smaller roster as such, and smaller roster and a lot smaller money as well. Okay. Yeah. Um. So yeah, NHL, uh, yeah, 12.5, 11.6, 2 at 11.6. Now let's have a look at golf um, and this new live 
tour that's just oh, coming in. So this is salary. This isn't like, you know, earnings for winning a tournament. This is this is salary. Phil Mickelson, one hundred and two million per year. Dustin Johnson, sixty eight million per year, and Bryson DeChambeau, sixty six million. I love I love golf. Fuck all, Phil's killing it for oh. arguably a sport where you don't really have to sweat. Like you know, well you do if it's hot day. It's, you know, it's they, they, do have to wear tra- they do have to wear trousers. Um, but yeah, that's a lot Fantastic. of money. Um, tennis is slightly different because they get paid like earnings depending on how much they play and how where they make it. And so it's not really a salary. Um, but 10.1 is the highest earn in, in tennis. And this is, and then last one, if you want me to hurry up and get through it, soccer, Cristiano Ronaldo, 200 million per year. So you're telling me that that dude, that French guy, would have leapfrogged the next highest player to 200 million and would have gone to like 700 million. Exactly. Holy fuck. Yeah. Is he like just like an absolute like out and out gun or something? Um, I don't know. Are I you just... saying he's like three times better than like Ronaldo? No, and he's, he's he's not better than Messi. This is what I was going to say. Messi, right? Who's in third, sixty-five million a year? Like that's a fucking steal. He's yeah. the best best player out of the lot. He's How many Messi jerseys do you talent. see? Like, mate, majority of the kids walking around, you have a look on the back, they'll have Messi. It'll be a Messi yeah. jersey. So Messi for 65 is a fucking steal. Um, cricket, um, Virat Kohli. This is the Indian Premier League um, 2020 thing. Uh, Kohli, 8.2. Dean Elgar, South African, 5.2. And Joe Root, the um, Englishman, 4.8. NRL. NRL, let's have a look at the top three earners in the NRL. Supposedly, because, you know, it's not made, made public, so this is what the uh, media are telling us. Callum Ponger is the highest earning NRL player on $1.4 million per year. And Nathan Cleary on $1.3. Daddy Cherry Evans, one2 I wonder what the highest, um, I should have did this research before the show, and I haven't got my phone on me to check, Big but I wonder who the highest. Um... million, hey. I wonder who the highest paid AFL player is because, you know, obviously you can compare like NRL to AFL, both being Australian sports. Mm. Who it would be. That'd be interesting. Mm. But yeah. just... anyone in the comments wants to Google it and let us know, that'd be interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a, you know, Cristiano Ronaldo getting, you know, close to 200 times fucking Justin Alan Bonger. Justin here. I know um, I'm not really into motorsports, but I know you're a big fan, um, Sean. Do you know anything about the NASCAR drivers? They obviously, um, for Justin to bring it up, I'm going Mate, to they're, 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 they're earning money, but they're not earning IndyCar Formula One dollars either. So um, if, I, if I was looking at motorsport, I would be looking at form, Formula One salaries, someone like a, a Max Verstappen or a, um, or a Lewis Hamilton. Um yeah, or maybe a super like a super bikes or something. I, w- I wouldn't be going NASCAR. They're not earning as much. So important to have a good manager these days. Remember what happened with Scotty um, Pippen? I can't remember the story exactly, but he um, signed a contract for a pretty low contract for a lot of years, and then all of a sudden, obviously, the Bulls, you know, started to take off and win all their, you know, all the games and all the, you know, their rings and everything. And while you got Jordan and all these other oh, players yeah. earning lots of money, he was still stuck down getting paid less than, you know, mm. the average guy in the NBA. And he was arguably, mm. you know, one of the better forwards in the game. Or well, he was one of the best forwards in the game. He's one of the greatest. So, I, yeah. I, I wonder how much Joey would be earning in his peak in 2023. Because in 2004, it was reported that Joey was on 500K a year. And that that was the highest his salary went. 
in 2000. Was he the highest? Was he the highest paid player at the time? Yes, in the, in the ARL. Oh, he was the highest at the Knights. Yeah, definitely would have been at the Knights, but in the ARL because there's obviously some other superstars running around back there and then as well. I suppose the because I think the Broncos threw crazy money at him. When was that? Two thousand. So did rugby. Rugby. As yeah, well. that's right. True. Yeah. True. So yeah, peak. Uh, peak Joey was only on 500k a year. Now he's earning almost double that 900k a year with uh, with Channel Nine. So he's doing doing better now. But mate, mm. I'd, I'd love to see what he'd be earning these days. I still remember um, it was a Jay Leno show. I'm sure it was Jay Leno, one of those talk shows, and it was uh, Russell Crowe when he was still like owner of the Rabbitohs, and it was Greg Inglis. I got the article here in 2012. He he. In the course of that contract he signed, so it was a five-year deal from 2012 to 2017, he would have hit the million-dollar mark somewhere. So that was when a million dollars was the first time a player could have potentially earned in the NRL. So only 11 years ago, you know, when you when you put it that way, um, mm. yeah, Greg Inglis would have been the first million-dollar player. And I remember I was talking earlier, I can't remember if you, if you were there, Storky, but... Sean and I were trying to rack our brains as the first million-dollar Knights player, and I can't think of anyone other than Piercy prior to yeah. that. We looked yeah. at um, nah, Darius that. Boyd's. Darius Boyd probably prior to that was probably the the marquee prior to the spoon. Yeah, but he wouldn't Christ, have, been, he wouldn't have paid anyone a million dollars either in those periods. But but he well, yeah, he wasn't on a million. Was... No, I think Gids was on about 400 thereabouts, we found out. Um, yeah. yeah. So I think... I don't think yeah. it was until 2018 the Knights finally so had a million dollar contract. Four year, four million dollar contract for Mitchell Pierce. Yeah, so I, think, I think that's. I think that's our first million dollar player was Mitchell Pierce. Had to have been. Blokes, Had just going back quickly to what I was talking about, the AFL. Melissa Irish, thank you for um, uh, commenting here. She said, uh, Dustin Martin from the Richmond Tigers is on about $1.2 million a year, according to her husband. So, Is that the guy with the mullet? Isn't he like he's got like mad tats? I think this dude. Yeah, he's got heaps. Isn't he like his dad, like a biker? Oh, some shit. He's in the lab back in the country or something. Oh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure there was like they were trying to get him. Like he wanted to come and see his son play, but I think he's like fucking. Who's that? Yeah, Who's he's that? Old. He's a good player. But he's a rough looking bloke. But he's a good. Who's player. that Pappenhausen looking bloke that plays in the AFL that everyone? Uh, I think I know what you're talking. Yeah, I think. Oh I... man, there's so many. Like you play for the Bulldogs or something. That's so many mullets going around these days. The AFL got some good looking mullets going on. You'd be very impressed, Sean. There wouldn't be a single union player with a mullet, eh? Nah. Gentleman's yeah. sport, mate. Yeah. I was going to say un... too lardy da but hey, gentlemen. Did you sport. see those fucking RM, that RM Williams line of fucking wallaby shit get released? Nah. Oh, it's dude. It looks so him. poxy. And then did you see um the Mitchell and Ness gear that they're releasing? The Broncos. Oh, some... I saw, yeah, the, I saw, storm, saw ah. the Storm stuff. Yeah, that looks good. I'm so oh. jealous. Yeah. Um, yeah they I hope they do it for some hats. Clubs. I, I, I love you. I just love one. Mitchell and Ness brand. This this hat might even be a Mitchell and Ness. I'm not sure. Um, one of the old school Knights logos on one of the nice hats. Like that'd be awesome. Go to yeah. show the difference though, between like league and that sort of kit, and then like unions partnering with fucking R and Williams doing this. Yeah, it's looks, a uh, bit of a culture different. Different. I can't get. I, I'm going to go out in a limb. I can't get any union. Hey, like I know it's huge. You know, over in New Zealand and whatnot. World like, Cup stuff. Just, I'll keep an eye on it. I used or, to watch it. Like, I used um, to watch the World Cup, but um, I don't even watch that. What's anymore. the other one? Not, not the um. What's the one we play? The fucking All Blacks. What's that? Let us low. Let us low. 
I've watched yeah. a handful of them. So, yeah. I feel like they used to get a lot more coverage and stuff as I well. I enjoy but... playing Union more. Um, I made it to Rep Union before I made it to Rep League. Um, and I just found it such a better sport to play. Like there's there's so much more tactically involved in Union than there is League. Um, but, yeah, I don't, watching it, I prefer to watch League. But I prefer mm. to play Union. Here you go, Sean. Melissa again. She's coming with the goods tonight. Um, perhaps look alike in the AFL. Yeah, yep. Bailey Smith plays. I thought it was for the Bulldogs. Yeah, him. Yeah. If I had to say I had a favourite uh, AFL player, it'd, it'd be be him. That's your type, is it, yeah. Sean? The short, small, statured <laughs> mullet man, is it? <laughs> we found be. his type, guys. <laughs> Must be. Must be. <laughs> it's a bit hot under the collar. Um, Steve Boyle here. Um, you'd be hard pressed to. He'd be hard pressed to know. Start again. You'd be hard pressed to know any of the current Wallabies. Yep. Yeah, the, I yeah. couldn't name any of them to be honest. Yeah. Um, what did I watched, did, um, I watched a Reds game the other other month, and I was like, I know no one on this team anymore. They used to be my favourite Super Rugby team back when Elton Elton Flatley and mate, they had, they had a fantastic team. And now I remember. Um, I remember mean? Luke. Um, oh. let me yeah, plays for the Brumbies. Um, oh, here we just have a comment here actually from um Paul Remier, my cousin. Plays for the Brumby Sucremia. There you go. There you go. Yeah. There you go, mate. The fucking Reds. What goes with that whole name, color, logo? I used to fucking love it. I used to love the koala. Koalas aren't <laughs> at all threatening. Okay, I've gone to Lone Pines. Hey, have State you heard Street. of drop bears, mate? What? And they are the red drop bears, and they were in is, I just don't think Queensland understand. They fucking mascots. they're slow. They sleep all day. They fucking just eat leaves. But they B, will. You, they they're will not fucking you. red. They're not even the Western Reds. At least as a kangaroo, they're big Reds. Makes hundred percent. Yeah, but they will give you chlamydia. Yeah, that's yeah. We ever heard that? Mm. Is that out of a movie or something? Because it's yeah. We I've, I've heard that before. <laughs> Mate, it's weird. You, you I just think that's you, just you, such a shit logo. You, you shit come across name. a night back in the day. I doubt he's giving you a chlamydia. Like he might have, but like he <laughs> might have. You, you you tussle with a koala, you're probably coming away with a uh, chlamydia. Is that yeah. like a deadly disease, though? I feel oh, like it'd be more like of an inconvenience TV, more than oh, like a, a, a I don't know. I've, I've never had chlamydia <laughs> yeah. before, but I'd probably feel like dying. I'm in a way if you've had chlamydia. Oh, sure. um, yeah. <laughs> if you've had chlamydia, let us know. What is it? <laughs> yeah, I've never had an STD, <laughs> but I can assume it would be an inconvenience. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's something you would want. Where does it rank on the STD ladder, boys? That's yeah, is, it, is it better or worse than herpes? Let Storky know. Um, <laughs> I need to get cream. Nah, it's yeah, it's just weird, but yeah, I've, um, I just I, I don't know. I look at the reds and I'm just like, nah, I'm sorry, the koala is not an animal. Any person fears it's kind of like the kiwis. The kiwi's got a cool name, but when you look at the kiwi bird compared to a kangaroo, it's like, come on, did you come on? Uh, did you know Tyson <laughs> Frizzell's brother? applied <laughs> a good scratch. <laughs> Thank you word for that one, Ian. Tyson's Frizzell's Thanks for brother. Thanks being so honest, though. We appreciate it. I, I will give you this this tidbit about Union right now. Tyson Frizzell's brother fucking killing it for the All, Bra- All Blacks. Tyson Frizzell's brother. Tyson it. Frizzell's blo- brother. Why can't I say brother tonight? Um, Tyson Frizzell's brother <laughs> is killing it for the All Blacks. Part. He plays flanker for the for the All Blacks, so essentially a, a loose head second rower. Um, yeah. And he's he's fucking killing it. He's going to be probably their best player in the upcoming World Cup. Really? And he's like younger, is he? Yeah. Yeah, get out. Fucking gun. 
Absolutely. Isn't um, so Leo Thompson's brother? He doesn't play for the All Blacks. He just plays. No, he, I think he plays for the Auckland Blues. Last time I checked. Right. Okay. Yeah. Huh. And I'm there pretty sure he's twin twin brother. Yeah, twin. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. did not know that. I had no idea Tyson Frizzell had a brother. Yeah. When when how that he played for the All Blacks. When we get off here, have a look at uh, Tyson Frizzell's brother playing for the All Blacks. Fucking gun. Absolute gun. Yeah, right. I believe we're the Chiefs in the union because I remember my brother. Um, he follows the Chiefs. The Chiefs over in the union. They've got a union. Yeah, yeah he's, why, he's why, 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 why cut? How do you say that? I can why, why Cato? Yeah, I think that's probably the butchering it. He's, yeah, yeah. Aussies butchering there. Mate, I can't yeah. even say brother tonight. So <laughs> I, I need to get back on the beers and off the tea. Really. <laughs> yeah. Get a coffee in you, you weak dog. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're getting too relaxed with the day. Your tongue is too relaxed. Oh, yeah, mate. Get a coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Well, there you go, boys. What a fucking awesome episode. Talking everything from I know, Super League players. You haven't even touched on the RLPA yet. Oh, the RLPA. There's a couple of yeah, questions. Sorry. There's a couple of questions that have come up um, regarding that as well because there hasn't been a lot of questions. So everyone's just been commenting, which has been funny. So do we? Um, does this we, mean we, that on the, uh, the questions on the Sunday show do we have to fucking cover the NRL logo? Oh, let's, that, let's just fucking do it. Do I was going to muck around and do it tonight, and then I went, "Oh, we don't wear. We're, we're not wearing our jerseys." Now, tonight. look, I I think there are some legitimate things the players um, are asking for. But yes. Covering the NRL logo, what does that do? Yeah, I don't know. All, all I can think of it brings is like... I, got, like I know it's going to bring attention and headlines and shit. I think it might just bring international pressure now. Like other sports might be like, oh, fuck, have you seen what the rugby league's doing? And, you know, NFL will be sitting there going, are you, are you, have you seen what the rugby's doing? Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I, I think, think it's more just a middle finger to the NRO, really, because obviously that's just oh, going to piss them off. So it's just more of a middle finger because they can do it. I think. To yeah. Be did you did you hear um, Cameron Smith's comments regarding it? I, I listened to um, him on the SEN program, and he pretty much summed it up: is that amongst all this shit, like I know it's still not a hundred percent clear um, some of the gripes, but what he basically said so the nrl are 100% unequivocally against bringing in like a third party mediator so you know you get the rlpa get the um arl commission or nrl put them together put the third party in and just fucking hash it out is why the nrl is so against that process mm. is like if you well, that's if apparently it's, where it's at isn't it like they're against it where um, newton's like really like that's pushing what everyone's for it. saying this mediator and the nrl yeah. are keen on it so isn't that where the stalemate they're kind of that's at? right so yeah. if it's such a good deal so that's you know they're saying the nrl are saying it's this awesome amazing deal we're spreading I the wealth so blah, blah 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 if Take it's that good yep. and it's a slam dunk deal then you should be the one pushing for a mediator. The mediator is going to be, if it's that good, if it's as good as you say it is, the mediator is going to go, fucking fuck, sign this now. It's fucking, what are, you, yeah. what are you holding out for? So, yeah, yeah that tends to, to lend to the thing, well, why are the NRL so tentative on this? Why Are, are they, they worried so... that being a big, dare I say, like corporation, you know, that no matter, even if you get an unbiased mediator, it's just human nature that they're going to go against the big giant rather than, you know, the little man type of thing. I don't know if that's something they're worried about. So they well, they've rather... had it before, but it was someone, it was the NRL had paid for it. So I think there were some conflicts where uh, yeah. this time around, because I think the media, the media was trying to spin, oh, they've gone down this route before. It's a waste of time. They, you know, but 
when they looked at it, Jamie Bura, it was a really good go check it out. He was on the Levels podcast. He's a delegate for um for a number of clubs. Um, he was saying, look, yeah, they did have one, but it was sort of paid for and arranged by the NRL. So mm. there was a lot of, and I think like the NRL f- secretly filmed some shit too, which you know all you're going to do is agitate and it just strips all the trust away. So I think it genuinely is. I think a lot of people at the point like. Just get this fucking done. Get this mediator in. Sort this shit out. Because look, at the end of the day, it's it's the supporters that you know we're the ones that hurt the most from it, really. Um, well, mate, there's been rumours of you know a, a strike. Remember, you know the boycott and then just not playing. So uh, let's hope it doesn't get to that because that'd be. Mm, I that'd I be feel terrible. like it's going to because the NRLs come out and they're saying like, "Oh fuck it, we'll take the Dallium awards away from you," like. When, when you're not going to have Dalliums at the end of the year, what what I what I feel in this whole situation is obviously it's led by the media, right? So Channel Nine and Fox are essentially who make the NRL happen. They're majority shareholders. They're they're pumping in millions and millions of dollars. So of course they're going to, you know, tend with their their side of the story. And they're just going to make the players out to be the worst things in the world. I was watching a 360 for the first time fucking ages last night. And fucking Hooper, I can't stand that that dog. Um, just the way Hooper's carrying on about Newton. and It's, it's making me hate the NRL. Just everything mm-hmm. that the media, it just feels like they're trying to gaslight. I think 20 years everybody. ago, you can get away with this shit because the media is all you had. Yes. Yeah, you got social media. Us yeah. three dickheads doing this. Yeah. It's, it's a different landscape. You know, it's not just this traditional old media style now that where you can push a narrative. Now, yeah. you know, the, the players can use their social media platforms and basically debunked a lot of shit that, yeah, your James Hoopers or Paul Kent's, whatever it may be, not even just RLPA shit. could be whatever it is. Um, yeah, it's just... I thought it, the NRL was still going to do the Daily M's, but um, there was, the players were going to boycott. But then... Newton said he it's up to the players individually. If they want to go, they can go. But yeah, I think that's what Valenis was saying. Oh, you yeah. would boycott, you'd you'd damage yeah. this and we're here to try and celebrate years and you're gonna cut your nose or spite your face, sort of thing. But yeah. Mm. Interesting. Um mm. yeah. fucking you know, I when I when I chucked the Broncos game on before coming coming on live, I was like, fuck that that looks pretty cool, like how they've covered up the logos. I'd I don't hate it. I thought it. they covered their Broncos logo up too, because you could hardly even see that little Bronco outline on the on the yellow background. Mm. Um, but you know what? Just fucking start a Rebel League. Just start a Rebel League. I don't know what you'd call it. Something along the lines of maybe Super League. Oh, <laughs> just start a like Rebel that. a Rebel League. Call it Super League. Um, and then bring in another another Newcastle side. Bring in another Newcastle side. I don't know what you would call it, but um, you you would call it something, I guess. You got Central Coast Mariners. We're also by the sea, so I guess you could get the other team, the Mariners. Yeah. Let's fucked. hope that. Let's hope it doesn't get to that. Let's just hope they get this shit sorted so we can get it sort of. Um, all I know out. one of those sticking points. Mm-hmm. I'm, I might butcher this, but it was something to do with international payments, and it was something like yeah, one. out of the funding that the NRL were going to give players. The players, something like the players were to pay. It was to come out of their share. But any revenue made from said tournaments was the NRLs. There's something a bit fucked up. You're like, well, hang on, that's not fucking right. 
and some mm. some guarantees. I think like if if the NRL loses X amount of dollars or something, it was some wishy washy stuff. But I highly urge everyone to go listen to that Jamie Bura. Uh, he was quite good. It was it was pretty Stalky pretty open and honest. Stalky no no side is it. No side is always one hundred percent right. So look, that's they need there. They need this media. Yeah, there's always there's always three side sides to a story. Yeah, exactly. Um, Stalky, did you do the Jamie Bura interview with with me? Is that you? Yeah, yeah, that was the first interview. I, no, or did we do um, Sioni first? I can't remember. But yeah, I did do. I did we, do the Jamie we interviewed um, Jamie Bura. This was ages ago. A year ago, two. Years I don't even ago. remember yeah. you guys doing Jamie Bura. Yeah, because yeah. we'll, we'll we'll joking with him about you know how um <laughs> the whole big pump up about the new player signing and the big pump oh, up about a new player and everyone's signing. like oh it's clever it's clever and everyone was so and excited that was re-signing. Yes. so we touched right. on that and how much yeah. um Nate Ryan stitched him up with that. Um, I used right. to be a masters at doing that, but did then, they? they do that so much? We did touch on it very, very briefly about the RLPA because he did say that he was Newcastle's delegate. He was Newcastle's. So he's obviously um, been doing it a while. Yeah, right. Yeah, so he'd been doing it since then. Now you mentioned that actually, slightly off topic. Yeah. How come like, you got this whole Frizzell thing? They didn't like tease that. Didn't like at the start of the day drop something, get the hype going. Yeah, it's all that at all. It's all gone. Nate Nate Ryan was the only one that did that. Yeah, that's fucked. He used to build the hype. He used to make shit exciting. New signing incoming. We'd play an away game and there'd be like a cool video about the upcoming. I guess it is hard, but it's like we said before and you were saying um, on the thing I was on the last show, Link, you know, like they can't announce it a lot of the time and every man and his dog knows the news before they announce it. So half the time they'll be going, oh, new player signing. And like we would all know about it Still though, it's like... It's just, the, yeah. the age of social media, you have to do that shit. Like I enjoy it too, but yeah, I'm just saying that's maybe they're just like, well, uh, well, why bother, you know, type of thing. But yeah, I agree. It it does pump you up a bit. So yeah, absolutely, it does. Look at the have you guys seen the fucking New Zealand Warriors social media games? Yes. Fuck, they're killing it. That's the yeah. benchmark. Go watch the fucking Warrior shit. Unreal. Um, I can't believe I almost prematurely ended the show, boys. Fucking mad apologies for that. Hang on, just quickly, I'm um, going back to the um, covering the jerseys. Um, Daniel Sneddon, he's got it covered. He's saying, um, going to cover the business logo on my shirt tomorrow and see if I get a pay increase or just a sack. <laughs> uh, yeah, good luck with that. Uh, yeah, Daniel, hopefully, you don't. Um, Power to you, brother. Power to you. Yeah. Um, all right, Mate. what do you reckon, boys? We're going to jump into a little bit of QA. Yeah, yeah let's jump in. All right, start That's getting it. your questions ready, guys. Fire them in. <laughs> All right, guys, you know the deal. Um, I don't know what I was thinking, boys. It's, Mate, you uh, just jumped the gun. You just wanted to... Highly unprofessional of me. I got, got, I'm too casual. sitting there waiting for you or... Yeah. Uh, of some I sort. had the, um, the homemade pizza tonight. It was fucking awesome. Oh, I, did. Oh, I had sausage stew. It was really nice, too. I had, uh, we, had, we had homemade kebabs. Ooh, oh, nice. Yeah. I haven't had a nice a kebab, kebab like from a kebab store for a while. I don't have one of them. What is your go-to kebab? Step I like the beef kebab. I, like I, I get a, a, a mixed kebab with pretty oh, much yeah. everything except for tabbouleh and hummus. Yeah, I don't like, yeah, I don't like hummus or tabbouleh either. Really? Then, I don't um, mind hummus. No, yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't go it. Um, go get the chili sauce, the hot sauce on it. But and then, yeah, the sauces, I go a, a garlic and a chili sauce. 
Really? Yeah, yeah see, I'm a sweet chili sour cream, cream man. Them. There you go. A, a what? I'm a, a sweet chili sour, sour, sour cream man. Yeah, I yeah, depends on the mood, but yeah. I literally haven't had one for years. I have to get one. What yeah, the there's a nice one up at Maitland, up at Maitland near the cinema. You're telling me, Stalky, you don't drink coffee and you haven't had a kebab in years? Yeah, there's just there's not that many places around here to have one. The only place spot around here would be the one up at Maitland and Mate, yeah, the, the, the one at the one in Green Hills near the just oh, before the Green food Hills. court, they actually do a, a decent Oh yeah, no, I have had some from there, yeah. Actually, so yeah. no, I do tell a lie. And it, it was, it was so good. You, you it was so good I was mesmerized <laughs> and I was like drunk on on the beautiful, you, luscious taste look, of it. Uh, Lincoln, do they call them snack packs up your way? What the fuck is a snack pack? <laughs> Oh, look, you know, do you know what a snack pack is? What a snack pack! Dang I'm in the snack pack. So it's uh, essentially like they, you know, those um those foam tubs and shit that you get. Yeah. yeah. So just just picture they've just scraping the meat straight into that onto some chips, I've and then you put that. the sauce over the top of it. They just call oh, it. Oh yeah, maybe I've yeah. never ordered one, so maybe they do call it that. Yeah, it's essentially. I was just thinking, do you remember Foster Clark snack packs? Those little fucking yogurt custody things. You remember them? Nah. Oh, just like the yogos and stuff like that. No, nah, they, they were different to yogos. When you bought them, they weren't refrigerated, so they're probably packed with mad bloody preserves and shit. Foster Clark snack packs. Comment away if you remember them. They're fucking dope. I wonder if they still make them. What's what they used to say back um, uh, There was the big rumor going around for a while that buying kebabs, and you know how they have them like on the big spinner heater mm. things, that, yeah, you can get like salmonella and stuff from it. So, yeah, it's not good eating them, but I never got sick from them. I was all right, so... But yeah, oh, everyone's liking their kebabs in the comments here. So, oh, here we go. Justin knows about the, um, there's a decent kebab shop at the Riverside Mall in Maitland. So that's obviously Is different there? to the one I was talking about. But there you go. Just Another good one in Maitland. Maitland. So, <laughs> I could, I, if I could just see the faces of all the people that are going to be listening to this. <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah. these guys talk about food a lot on Thursday. Yeah, let's get back onto the questions. Okay, that's a nice related question. <laughs> we, need get, uh, we need to get Russ Eats on on a Thursday night. <laughs> yeah. We need yeah. all our food talk. Yeah, we'll get right on. Okay, so Adrian Meagle um, has got a question for us here. What made you become a Knights fan? Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Fuck it. I asked the question. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so for me, um, growing up in a a football-mad household, um, my my old man converted to the Knights in 88, moving up from from Liverpool up this way. Um, What was before that? Balmain supporter. Mm, okay. Yeah. So Balmain supporter before that. Um, and 88, moving up this way, came a Knights supporter. I was born in 1989. Uh, so, mate, I was, I was born into a to a Knights household. And like I said, he was um, he was the general manager of a company that sponsored the Knights, had a corporate box. So, I think I went to my first game about six months old, something like that. You, I remember you silver spoon sped bastard. Yeah. In your corporate box. Mate, it didn't Mate, last Everyone long. else is getting fucking rained and hailed on, and here you <laughs> are. <laughs> Yeah. I, I think they were. I think they were. Only... Reminds me of that meme, you know, from Twilight, where you know, like the ones are looking down, like on all the peasants, the, the, <laughs> Mate, they, vampires. Yeah. That meme. Yes. They, they only had that corporate box until like ninety five, ninety six ish, and then we we're all on the. Well, then you just became a on the west. Yeah, then we we're, we're all on the on the on the old not Joey Hill, but on that side of the field. Yeah. So, mate, I was I was I was pretty much born a night. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Very good. Um. Well, for me. Story. Because um, I'm actually Canberra born, so um, this this pisses my brother off no end because uh, he's a mad raid supporter. So yes, by virtue, I probably should have been 
a Raiders supporter, but I've always said the heart wants what the heart wants, boys. Yeah. Um, my mum is a is a, a mad Newcastle supporter. So as a young bloke, I just naturally gravitate to there. Dad's a St. George supporter. He's, he's, I think he's still kicking himself. He didn't chuck a Dragons jersey on me earlier. Um, I've always loved Newcastle. Always. When I, I grew up in Sydney, we used to go up to Newcastle. Um, much preferred it in Newey. Um, just always had that connection with the place. Um, the team, it's just, um, yeah, you can't argue, mate. You can't argue when you've fallen in love with something, mate. Mm. All logic goes out yeah. the window. All something, logic just completely goes out the window. Something that us, I guess, Novacastrians would be, we take for granted, I suppose, you know, how how, how good Newcastle is, I think. Yeah, I think we definitely do. A lot of oh, mate, there's so many people that um, you ask me about Newcastle and that and they've never been. I'm like, oh, yeah, truly, you don't, um, yeah. it is, it's fucking. Best place in the world. Yeah. Oh, just the whole Hunter area, mate. Fuck me. And we yeah. always said our family would say, you know, I know we've, we've established our roots here now, um, yeah. but if we could, yeah, pick everyone up and pluck them somewhere, mate, it'd, it'd be there for sure, 100%, yeah. unequivocally, without a doubt. Well, I'll keep my answer quick and short because I think I've met, answered it a few times. But um, no secret, I was before the Knights came. I'm a little bit older than you guys. So before the Knights came into the competition, I was that really, really young kid. I was a Manly fan. I love Manly. Des Hasler was my favorite player. Michael O'Connor, Matthew Ridge. I was all about Manly. And then when um, the Knights came in in 1988 and I heard there was a, you know, the Newcastle team coming in, my dad and everyone in our family just started going for the Knights. We, he used to take us to the games and, yeah, just fell in love with the team. So never turned my back on them since. I did closely um, second team was the Raiders when, you know, during their, you know, their grand final years because everybody loved the Raiders back then as well. But it's always been the Knights from then onwards since they came in. So, yeah, yeah. at least not, 97 would have made you feel better about your decision anyway. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. never turned back. But, um, yeah, Jets. Put a few more Do you guys plays. still remember watching? I still remember watching the '97 Grand Final in the um yeah. in the yeah, I remember. I, I had remember. a tear in my eye at the end of it. I remember, like, a, I'll, I'll admit it. I had like a tear in my eye at the end. It was just so emotional. Like, I I still dream of the day when we win our next one. It's gonna be fucking. Yeah, I, I had to. I had to take myself away from the television. I remember we were at a family's friend uh, house having you know Grand Final barbecue and, and stuff like that. And we were losing late in the game and I thought we were going to lose. And I remember leaving the lounge room crying and I was in the front yard, just a mess. And I remember, yeah, I remember my old man coming and grabbing me. He's like, mate, it's not over yet. Come, come back inside. That's a good lesson too. Good lesson yeah. there. Yeah. So learn, learn that lesson young, but mate, being a, a Philly Eagles supporter and a Knights supporter, I'd, you know, the, with the Knights, I hadn't lost a grand final. So come that Super Bowl, I finally got that feeling of what it would be to make it to a grand final and lose. Yeah, I've never had that. Mate, it's fucking rough. It is oh, It is a rough feeling. It's, well, it's funny. You funny you mentioned that. So my old man being a diehard Dragon supporter, I still remember that 99 grand final. I've never seen him more pissed off in my life. He went out the back on a deck chair having a beer and you couldn't talk to the bloke. He was yeah. fucking livid. If you mention the word Bill Harrigan around that man for the next <laughs> month, yeah, yeah, um, not that a good ninety-seven, time. that ninety-seven year, mate. That just the whole vibe around the whole of Newcastle. Like cars were driving around. Even my car, like I only 
was I wasn't driving very long at that stage, but I remember I had like the Knights um Knights flag and Knights um scarf and everything in the back window. Yeah, fuck, Cars you driving strainers. back in ninety seven. Yeah, I was um God I damn, I was on like grade five. Like Wait, what you were driving in ninety seven? Oh no, sorry, that was two thousand and one, sorry. Mate, yeah, close enough. I'm not, I'm not quite years. that old. Gotta say, um, Jesus Christ. Yeah, not quite, not, not quite 97, but yeah, 2000. You'll be retiring that. soon. I had my peas. <laughs> I had my peas back then. So, but um, yeah, just a vibe around that. Down um, the, the, what do you call it? Not the march, the celebration, you know, ticket take mm. parade in 97. Yeah. There was, I was that, that. There was so many people. It was just like crazy, man. Just crazy. Yeah. But here we go. The old, um, yeah, Mick can back me up. He got his peas in 97. What a time to be alive. What a time it was, mate. It, it, was. Yeah, it, would, it, it was. It, it would have been because, yeah, I was a, I wouldn't say young whippersnapper. But Actually, I, no, I couldn't drive in 97 because we had to catch a train in. And the train was like literally, there was that many people. By the time me and my mate got on, we're literally like pressed up against like the door. <laughs> like there was so many people on the train. I'm sure the, yeah, it was probably over the legal limit to, um, carry that many passengers but <laughs> Mate, just just everything yeah. about the town even the 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 town was literally red and blue in that era whereas now like you, you'll you might come across a, a night's billboard from a couple of years ago them trying to sell you know a 2019 fucking membership i went past one the other week i can't remember where it was i was like fuck 2019 membership yeah i might i might get one of them um yeah. But yeah, like you remember the red and blue house, you know the yeah, it's still light. red and blue, isn't it? But it's just no, really it's, faded now. No, nah. so it's a, at Turton Road. You know where Turton Road is. So you got the stadium, and then if you come out of the stadium and go left, like you're heading towards Katara, and you come to that big satellites there on Turton Road, just a couple. Oh, so that's a different one. A couple down, a couple down on the same side as the stadium. That's where the original red and blue house was. Because there is one at um, Sandgate as well. Sandgate, as you're going yeah, into town, the Sandgate one. Yeah. I think it might even still be red and blue. It's more of a it's more of a pinky type of sky blue now because it's been there that long. But and now yeah. there's a red and blue one. Well, I don't know about now, but a couple of years ago there was a red and blue one across the road, pretty much from McDonald Jones. But it was for the Jets because it had like Inspirations paint and shit across the. Front. It'd be so hard to imagine the Knights being any other color, eh? Yeah, you know, we, we talked about before the, the, the Broncos tried to lock up the red and blue colours. Um, yeah. And then, you know, uh, Ken Arthurson basically said, no, get fucked. Knew he's, uh, knew he's got him before he is. What colours would you imagine the Knights being if not from blue and red? Truly. I don't want to think about it, man. Yeah, I, um, yeah I'm happy with blue and red. I'm, I know I've said it a few times. I'm glad we're not some colour like purple or something. Like, I don't know. I just, yeah, we're, we're a color you can wear and get away with it. It's a mm. nice color combination. Mm. It's not in your face, but it's, um, yeah, it's good enough to like be recognizable. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we did well with the colors. Absolutely. Um, maybe, 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 maybe my Philly Eagles green, a midnight green. I'll go that a dark, dark green compared to your, your Raiders green. What, like the, um, South? No, like the Philly Eagles, midnight green. Uh, yeah, that's, midnight, um, midnight green. What's yeah. theirs? What do they call theirs? Myrtle or something? Who's that? Myrtle, moaning Myrtle. Oh, moaning Myrtle. South. I'm not sure. Some yeah. of that. Okay. Well, we'll take, um, uh, yeah, ooh, we've been on for a while now. So we might take one or two more questions. But who have I got here? We've got, uh, okay, we've got Justin with another question. We'll say, will Dom be known as the one that got away? So Fuck looking at it from brother. years from now, will we yeah. be like, bloody hell? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, going to yep. bigger and better things. So the, the day that man retires, who knows 
when, where, what country he'll end up at when he retires. But yeah, until until the day he's gone, absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, just we'll take one more here. Um, with the recent signing of who did the night sign from the doggy? So I know you um put up a post about it today, Link. So if you just want to, yeah, um, I know you're worried in. worried about getting his name right. Oh uh, yeah, I, I I did my research to try and pronounce this bloke's name. Um, for Manu Brown. Um, so a bit of a journeyman. I I just thought he was some maybe young guy that wasn't going to get a shot, but was I completely wrong? Debuted back in two thousand and fourteen. Mm. Uh, for the Sharky, so been around a bit. He's only played, I think, like I said, I think he's only played about 79, 80 first grade games. That's in the NRL, and I think he did a stint. We said, didn't he, for the Rovers over in the Super League? Um, seems like a like a, a utility, like a classic utility half, yeah, sort of player. Bull, not Bulldogs have him as a half, do they? Yeah, on their website, yeah, so. Um, so it locks up the last top 30 spot. So, um, I don't know, is it any, I suppose, a, a little bit of insurance? Um, yeah, the, the the only thing that jumps out to me is, um, Clune, Clooney is injured. Uh, the night said he's only just getting back to returning to running, so I think he's a few weeks away. The night's a mathematically a chance of making the eight in New South Wales Cup and who filled in at halfback on the weekend didn't do so well. So to me, this is just a just a fill-in at New South Wales Cup, essentially. He seems like he's a different kind of player, though, as well. Like, he seems a bit more versatile than... Well, Liam Fisher's written well, down here. Um, a few doggy supporters I know have the shit, so he might go okay. So if, if they're annoyed that they're losing him, you know. Yeah. He didn't so, play He didn't play against us, did he? Don't I don't recall. So. I don't recall the name when we fucking flogged them, but he's only played. I think he only played four games thus far. Yeah, the dogs. So, so yeah, yeah. So we've we've cleaned out. I can just see him slotting in there and then being a a backup utility as well if we needed yeah. him. I don't think kind of kind of a curtain coming man, here to play first grade. Nah. So just quickly before we, you know, um, ring the bell, slide down our dinosaurs and bring it home. Um, Justin here has got, um, going back to the question about yes. the colours, the original Newcastle Rebels rugby league colours from Brown the old green. days were similar mm-hmm. to the, yeah, counter rep team colours. So that was floated apparently. Yeah, if, if I had to change the colours, yeah, I'd probably go to that, um, that what is it, green, brown and with a tinge uh, of white yeah. or something, isn't it? Yeah. 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 This yeah. one's pretty. So what's this one based off? This That's one. off the Rebels. Back in 1908. Yeah, so what's Justin saying? The original Rebels. So isn't that no, what he, the Rebels? He's talking about the rep. The rep. Oh, sorry. Yeah. So if, if you were to play like gotcha. schoolboys, Newcastle gotcha. rep. Yeah, I know that jersey you're talking about. And our, yeah, first, um, our first soccer team, cool. I think, wasn't it KB or whatever? KB, whatever K, the Newcastle. or whatever. Yeah, they were. had the same colours, I think. Correct me if I'm yeah, wrong. Yeah, they, they did because the Jets did a throwback jersey. Yeah. To it, yeah, yeah, but um, that pretty much wraps it up. So, you boys want to bring it home for another awesome Thursday night show, yeah. Um, yeah, huge thank you for everyone tuned in. Now, um, for those of you who haven't heard the news, um, I'm flying down the Newcastle, I'm coming back to the motherland, um, and the Sunnyside Tavern, the fucking awesome folks at the Sunnyside Tavern have jumped on board, they've partnered up with us to give us the uh, the night it's inaugural, the very first, the number one. This is our 1988, 
All right. You don't want to miss this. This is us coming in our debut in front of a very, very live audience, a very drunk audience, a very and elated audience. I don't want to say it because I don't want to, you know, get your hopes up and then potentially let you down. But Sunnyside's where all the old boys drink and it's old boys day. So potentially there's going to be old boys at Sunnyside at the end of this game. So... Disclaimer, wanna, we cannot guarantee there will be old boys. You, you, you potentially want to mingle with some Knights old boys, they will head back to the sunny side, I I, I guarantee it. But okay. There you um, go, Joe Wardle. Chris Joyce might make it a <laughs> I hope, I hope Greg Smith's there. Um, up, yeah, Sean. All, all the legends. <laughs> Greg, Greg Smith. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, it's going to be a good, good night. Um Really looking forward to this one. So it will be directly after the um, the uh, Sharkies game, so our very last home game of the year. So, um, yeah, as soon as we're done there, um, heading over the sunny side and do the, the Sunday night show that we do. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll have a, a spare mic, get, get you guys up on the on the panel. And, yeah, yeah it'll be a fun night. atmosphere, you know. Yeah, it all. First show, so, yeah. Yeah, it'd be great. It'd be fun. Meet all you guys and um, sing some beers together, mate. It'd be a good, good time. So, yeah, uh, put that one in the calendar, guys. There is a, uh, a Facebook event put out too for that one. So the 27th of August, 7.30. Put it in the calendar or if you're a sensitive type of person, in your journal. All right? We talk about the journal. So we'll whip out the journal. Or your captain's right. log or whatever, whatever your, you're in. <laughs> your yeah. captain's log. Um, do you reckon Caelan Ponga keeps a captain's log? Captain's mm, log. Day number 557. Mm. Yes. Yes. So, um, but yeah, guys, so uh, you don't want to miss on that one. Um, also, too, that we've had some great fucking um, some photos sent through messages for the shirts as well. Shirts very much. I think there was an issue with the website saying they were out of stock. That has been fixed. They're very yep. much still in stock. So please, um, yeah, if you, if you ran into that issue before, that's been fixed up. I had a, I had a few messages come in from people trying to trying to get their hands on them and thought, we were out of stock on so that is not the case so um head over to the knighted.com.au if you want to pick yourself up a sexy sexy shirt uh, they are a very very good looking shirt cast your minds back to the 97 grand final t-shirt so um yeah knighted the knighted.com.au to get your hands on one of those um and if you do want to support the platform guys um a five-star review really does go a long way really really does i know it I sound like a fucking broken record, but it would mean the absolute world to us if you could um, like, subscribe, follow, uh, whatever it is, on all the platforms. Um, a five-star review on, on those goes a long way. It really does. So um, we greatly appreciate if you could um, spare uh, spare a little bit of time to get that done for us. It'd mean the world to us. Um, and, yeah, mad apologies for trying to pull up stumps early, boys. I... Um, I feel like a cricketer in the fucking English team. I fucking walked out of my crease too early. <laughs> it's just but such hey? a relaxed yeah. vibe, man. It's just such a relaxed vibe on this Thursday show that you were, yeah, you were packing it in already. Mm. Yeah. But uh, huge thank you for everyone who tuned in tonight. Uh, hope you learned something. A little bit more pub ammo. Fuck, I'll give you guys some fucking, we give you the pub ammo, don't we? You we can do. go into these games, talk about Lee Jackson and Joe Wardle and, Chris Joyne, who played all five games in 95 for us, you're going to be loaded up, all right? So um, bestow this info on on some people next time you're out. Uh, Christopher Wilson, great show, guys. Thanks, mate. Thanks for tuning in. Pleasure having you guys along for the show. Um, Storky, Sean, 
pleasure as always, boys. Mate, always, always. Uh, we will catch everyone on Sunday night where we'll be reviewing our win against the Raiders. I'm calling it that. It's going to be a win. Fucking yeah, hell, for sure. Yep, absolutely. 1 to 12. We all called it. Ooh, um, Cam so Mac, shirt's arriving tomorrow. Shit, they still oh. keep doing the rounds. Friday. How good is it when a package arrives on Friday? Just a great way to kick off the week. Nothing worse than when you're expecting it on Friday and it doesn't turn up. No. Well, they oh, leave no. you one of those bullshit cards when you've been home. and You fucking well know you've been home all day and that prick in the van just fills that shit out and frisbees it on your front deck. That's oh. a pretty good, mate. Our, um, our posties and delivery guys, they usually come in, put it on our deck and... Say hello to Bowser, our little, you know, dash. Yeah, yeah, they all love him. Uh, like, no, no, oh, we, don't know him. we don't know him that well. But no, they'll <laughs> come in and have a bit of a chat. They're Knights fans too, a couple of them. So shout out to any of our um, oh, posties. No. I must have fucking guys. wanker Bronco supporting posties, that fucking career drivers. That, yeah. yeah. Anyways, <laughs> not going there. Australia Post, do your job and fucking get our shirts out of the people, would you? Yeah. Um, anyway, so yes, until uh, Sunday at 7.30 where we review that win against... Um, the Raiders, we will see you then. Until then, don't just have a good night, have a new castle night. Castle nights for the red and the blue Till the end we will fight Singing long live the Newcastle nights